0: this out. Well, good morning. I think it's late morning, actually. Yeah, late morning. And uh, welcome to the Foundations Podcast. Pastor Paul is here with me. Good morning, Pastor Paul. Good morning, Steve. And uh, this week we are beginning to begin a two-part series. And what we're going to be talking about here is we're going to be talking about church substitutes. Church substitutes. Now, when I think about substitute, I always like to think about uh, butter and margarine. <laughs> and you know, butter's the real thing, but margarine. And you got a lot of these things. Uh, uh, I, I guess one of the labels says you can't believe it's butter, not butter. Can't believe it's not butter. Now, and uh, some people. Uh, well, we're we're going to be talking about. Uh, it, ways that people or that Christians substitute going to church. And he said, well what do you mean, Steve? Well the the, the whole tendency about uh, of this movement of individuals saying, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And when, uh, and basically, if you look at the scripture, the Bible says to for, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as the manner of some is, and do so more as you see that day approaching. And pastor, what is that day?
1: Uh, that day is the return of the Lord, and, uh, and I specifically believe He's talking about the rapture of the church.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we are approaching that. He's telling us in Scripture that we need to go to church we need, or we need to assemble ourselves. And as we have in past podcasts talked about, is that that's going to church. But you see, there's a lot of people that today that either stay home or as a supplement or as a substitute, shall we say, will will, will tie in and actually plug in to different means of alternative preaching, teaching, prophecy, this type of thing. And what we're going to do in this next uh, this n- next couple of weeks here, we're going to look at some of these things that are being used to substitute for church attendance and, ch- and going to church. Now, there is a tendency and I I want to I want to just kind of let me do a little preamble here. There's a tendency of people and of Christians to want to, um, uh, you know, to be motivated and how they are motivated to go to these alternative sources. And uh, there's three things that I have on the list here that uh, Christians really, like, well, people actually, or maybe people in general, are attracted to drama. They're attracted to sensationalism and they're attracted to, in the, in the church realm, they're attracted to fire. Uh, in the back in the old day, we used to call them chur, or uh, fire chasers. Church, uh, Christians are being fire chasers. Well, what do you mean by fire chaser? Well, if things got too boring at your church, then, or at one church, then they would go to another church to see if things were getting all exciting. And how we have a tendency as Christians to measure the move of God with excitement in the church. I'm talking about people just jumping up and down and running all over the place, swinging from the chandelier. I I don't know, swinging from the chandeliers. I've never seen that one. I've seen them roll, though. I've seen them roll. But... Uh, the the thing is is they chase these type of things and if that kind of activity is not going on in the church then they say well these people are dead they're, they're not they're not moving in God and so that the tendency is to ro- roll over to some other place and find this well in in and um, back in the I don't know maybe was it the 60s 70s 70s I know for sure that there was this movement to go to there's this movement for, uh, for uh, the church world to start taking television and starting to get that ministry thing going. And they would use television and satellites and they would try to get, and the purpose is, it was a good purpose. The purpose was to go out and minister the gospel and get that gospel message out to all over the world as the Bible tells us to do. And we would do that and then, as that went along, uh, there would be networks. Say, like on I was first I, I'm using the first example of television. But then, uh, and then they would uh, establish networks: Trinity Broadcasting Network, the uh, Daystar, different ones that you see today. There, there are networks now, and what they have turned into. And then, I, I don't want to get too much into this because we're not dealing with television today. But uh, they, they, they need to sell space on their network to ministries. So here comes, here comes all the fun. And we'll deal with that next week when we're talking about television. But then as we enter the Internet age, then we have this tendency, okay, well, now I got the World Wide Web. And so now I can use the World Wide Web to minister and get that message out to everybody according to the internet. Now that's not bad. Now if you look at that, that's not a bad thing, Pastor. No,
1: no, it's not. We're we're using it right now.
0: Yeah, we're using it right now. But the thing here is, is that, and one thing that we didn't that we didn't take into consideration, or maybe we did, but is that we have a shift in Christians. You you, you you Well, you know, we've talked about this before, Pastor, how that church attendance is down.
1: Yes, it's down everywhere.
0: And people are not going to church and, and this, but what they do now is they are using these alternative sources for their spirituality. Yeah, which is not,
1: well, first of all, if, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, watching something on YouTube or something on television. Yeah. But if that is the totality or the majority, Majority of your spiritual feeding, uh, not only is that non-biblical, yeah, uh, it's dangerous.
0: It's dangerous, and today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the danger. We're going to talk about the danger, in the in the fact that uh, like and but t- today today what we're going to do is we're going to deal with the internet. We're going to deal with the internet today and then God willing, next week we're going to deal with television and, and we'll talk more about that. So and then I'm going to throw a verse out there. Matthew chapter 24. and this is uh, this is a well-known chapter of the Bible and anybody who has studied prophetic prophecy, end time prophecy, this type of thing knows this chapter and this was Jesus himself, And I'm going to start in verse 3, Matthew 24, 3. Now, the Bible says, Now as he, being Jesus, sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And, of course, they're asking him, well, you know, how, what are we going to see? What, tell us the signs. What's going to go down when the end of the world and, and towards the rapture and the end of the time is coming? And, the, and, and Jesus answered and said to them, now, I want, want you to listen to this because the very first thing out of his mouth, and I'm sorry, we believe in a verbal plenary inspiration. The Bible puts words and things in the proper order the way there should be in the original text. So there is a purpose. When you look at what, what he says first, you have to think about why does he say that first. Right. Now, and Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. The very first thing that he talked about is being deceived. Deception. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. I'm sure we we're having that today. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines. How much does it cost for a gallon of milk right now? Like five, almost $5 right now. Yeah. Uh, famines, pestilences.
1: COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And earthquakes in various places. You talk about this. They had a tsunami over. and I was just reading about the other day. And all these are the beginning of sorrows. And I asked you a little earlier, Pastor, do you believe that we're in the beginning of sorrows? I think we're at the end of the beginning of sorrows. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, these things are going on right now, and we see an escalation of them uh, from the time Jesus actually said it to those people uh, to this day um i believe the the next event that this is my personal opinion mm-hmm. that we're looking for is uh the rapture of the church or the catching away of uh you know 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 yeah and uh and i and i believe that is the event we're looking at and i believe the tribulation period that daniel spoke about uh is uh just about on us i mean i i We are in the last days. We know that because Peter said we were on the day of Pentecost. Yes. So if those were the last days, then these are the last of those last days. Uh, That's my opinion. Uh, We're talking about, you know, how, you know, people use as a substitute. uh, You know, and a substitute is, you know, in in moderation is not terrible. Yeah. But the way it's being used today, that is... uh, people they don't go to church yeah and so how they satisfy themselves is they've got their favorite television personality they watch and uh, but even what's more even uh, seductive than that is all the different uh preachers you can watch on YouTube yeah or maybe they have their own uh webpage where they have videos sure. and, and things of this nature mm-hmm. and uh and so you know it, it, this reminds me you know of what uh, Kenneth Hagin said years ago, and, and I don't remember what series this was in, but these these were primarily done in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And he made this statement. He said, many believers seek the spectacular.
0: The spectacular.
1: And they miss the supernatural. Oh. And uh, and he was talking in terms of, you know, uh, how God leads us, uh, how the Spirit of God leads us, and, and people are just... They're, they're gravitated, just the thing you just mentioned sensationalism, emotionalism, yes, uh, catching the fire, you know, the drama. You know, we, 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 you know, people are attracted to those kind of things, yeah. especially if they're telling us what we want to hear,
0: yeah. And, um, and, oh, I, and, yeah, I, and I believe
1: what happens is that many people miss that, and uh, and you know, and that ideal, well, you know, I don't have to be, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian, um, you know. I've had I've had numerous people tell me that, mm-hmm. and then so
0: you know. So yeah, yeah. so what are they doing to say? Oh, I don't have to go to church. So what are you doing? Yeah. So instead I mean, what,
1: what are you substituting for it? And, and and what when someone says that to me, and I'm going to have to be nice, and I and I want to be nice uh, because I don't know everything. I want to make that abundantly clear. I'm not claiming to know everything, but what I do know is that you cannot read the New Testament. When I'm talking about the New Testament, I'm not talking about the first four Gospels. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the book of Acts on. Yes, You cannot read any of that apart from the local church. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Everything yeah. starts at the local church. Even the missionary journeys of Paul and Barnabas, what do they do when they're finished? They go back to their local church. What are they doing on their missionary journeys? They're establishing churches they're establishing elders and leaders and deacons in every place they go. Yes. And uh, and what are all the letters of Paul uh, other than, you know, one letter he wrote to an individual, they're all either they're, they're the pastoral epistles to, to Timothy and to Titus, the rest of them are to the local church or churches. Yes. That's what they are. And so you if you read If you cannot read, if you read the New Testament in any other way apart from the local church, you violated every hermeneutical principle of studying Scripture, Mm -hmm. and and you are going to eventually get into error somewhere. Yes, because you are not you are not reading it to the people it was written to. Yeah, and these people were in the church. Yeah, they didn't they didn't ask. And and I hope we don't offend the people here. They didn't they didn't say stupid things like this. I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Nobody had a thought process like that, no, because if you weren't in the local church y- you weren't with Christ, well, because you wouldn't have known about the gospel you yeah the you wouldn't
0: there. have but here even even look at the model of discipleship,
1: oh yes,
0: look at look at Jesus, they all i mean they went everywhere with him, yeah, they did, and then he, they went everywhere with him and then and he taught them he discipled them that's the now, how can I As a a Christian, sit home, maybe listen to uh, the prophetic network or whatever I'm I'm listening to on the the Internet, or listen to some particular preacher on TV, and, and expect to be properly discipled. That's not even the, the proper uh, model. Jesus had them with them and he taught them. They learned from him. Not only did they learn from what he was teaching, they learned from his ways. They they, ex- they were able to watch him and experience that as well.
1: Well, another way to say it the being and he, in his presence. There you go. Jesus, when he returns, and what we call the rapture of the church or the catching away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the dead in Christ rise first, and then we who are alive. Uh, By the way, that was to a local church at Thessalonica. Yes. He wrote those things. We can read about that in Paul's journeys, all right, where he was there and established that church. Jesus is not coming back after a bunch of YouTube Christians that don't go to church. Yeah. He's coming back for his local church.
0: Yes, he is. Yeah, so if you're not a
1: part of a local church, and I mean a part of it, where you're hearing God's word, you have the fellowship of believers, you have the discipleship aspect of it, you know, that church has elders, they have pastors, you have a protection in that, and you have a direction. You know what, you're you're in danger if you don't have that. You're in danger of being one of those people that wonder where all the Christians went when the rapture does happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's another word in all of that. There's accountability.
1: Yes, there's accountability, very much so. And uh, you know, we we were talking earlier about this, and 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 this is sort of you know a kind of a side journey. Not really a side journey. It's 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 a part of the big journey because we're talking about people using the internet as a substitute for going to church. Yeah. And um, and and this is probably uh, this will relate to what we're talking about. But we uh, we had talked about a question that should be asked, and and by the way, Kenneth Hagin also dealt with this question, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, and and this is amazing, uh, and that is, uh, is it scriptural or is it biblical to consult a prophet, you know, for guidance today? And and, and by the way, he answered that question, and I'm okay. not putting my belief system on just what a preacher said but but i do believe what he said was true and i believe we can prove that from scripture but but kenneth hagan had mentioned that it is not scriptural to go to a prophet today because every believer has the holy spirit yes and the old testament model of that is Only the prophet, the priest, and the
0: king. Yeah, they only had the anointing.
1: Yeah, and and they they didn't have anything else. Yeah. And, uh, you know. But today the
0: spirit lives with inside of us as we are given, uh, as we're in Christ. The spirit is there with inside of us. yes. And we, we should have, I mean, he's now, right now, there. I we're mean, not
1: saying that God does not call prophets today. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, certainly uh, Ephesians chapter uh, 4, God gave some to be apostles and prophets and evangelists, pastors and teachers. And so, yes, we're not saying they're not prophets. Yeah. But what we are saying is there is nothing in the New Testament, I mean, absolutely nothing in the New Testament mm-hmm. that tells you as a believer. When I need a word from God, I need to go find Agabus, or I need to find another prophet. In yeah. fact, Agabus was mentioned twice uh, in in Scripture, and uh, and there in the eleventh chapter and the twenty-first chapter. And the eleventh chapter, uh, Agabus is from the local church at Jerusalem. He comes mm-hmm. down to Antioch where Barnabas and Saul are at. Yes, so if you want to put that in the uh, arrangement there, you know that's chapter thirteen where we see them in that church, but we see it in chapter eleven. you know that's just when it's recorded, but yeah. they were already there and uh and what does he do? He prophesies about a famine that's okay. going to come, and it's going to be a severe famine and uh and and you know and what i and what Luke records here is the famine did come, yes. Yeah, there we go. You know, if someone's going to prophesy about the future and it doesn't happen, well, that's
0: suspect. But look look at the projection of that prophecy. Though. Yes. That pro- prophecy was a famine. going to come on. It, 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 it covered a wide variety yes. of, of people. Everybody. Yes. Okay. And, and Not way, just one individual. I'm going to prophesy to you about your life.
1: And it by is, the way, they took up an offering mm-hmm. at the church at Antioch okay and and, and they, they sent it to Jerusalem with Barnabas and Saul mm-hmm. And notice they didn't take the offering up for Agabus either. They took the offering <laughs> up as a, a relief. and by the way, the famine that's had not true. hit. yeah, it had not hit. okay? And so they brought it back to the church at Jerusalem and just like you know maybe a church would have a special fund or a benevolent fund or something or an mm-hmm. emergency fund, that's what it was. and it was a blessing because a lot of churches, that weren't going to be affected by this, brought it over uh, to Jerusalem, and, uh, and and that was nice right there. The twenty first chapters, and uh, we were mentioned Agabus again, and that is where uh, Paul is at the house of uh, Philip. Yeah, there's a record of him having four daughters who prophesied. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they were speaking the future. They, they they it doesn't even say anything about that. I would assume that's words of comfort and edification, sure. and encouragement. And, uh, and then Agabus comes down. So remember, Agabus is already, uh, you know, Paul's familiar with Agabus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he didn't watch him on YouTube. I mean, he actually personally knew him. Yeah. And, uh, and had seen some uh, interesting things with him. So they had a little bit of trust level there. And Agabus does give Paul a personal word. So we're not saying that a prophet could not give somebody. But I want you to notice that the Apostle Paul didn't go write a letter to the church at Jerusalem and said, Hey, I need a word from Agabus. Yeah. No, Agabus just showed up.
0: Yeah, he did. And
1: uh, and, and basically he took Paul's belt and bound Paul hand and showed him And said like this is, what's, said, gonna this is happen what's gonna happen, gonna happen to yeah. you, you know, and, yeah. and and you know, if you go to Jerusalem and of course everybody tries to talk Paul out of it. But what does Paul say? God's been testifying to me about these things. This wasn't a revelation.
0: This wasn't a revelation. It was something that God had already spoken into his heart, and it was more of a confirmation. In in fact, we have
1: a record that numerous people had warned Paul about this.
0: Yes. There's a lot of application to that.
1: Just because it's difficult doesn't mean God doesn't want you to do it. God wanted Paul to go to Jerusalem. He wanted him to be bound. He wanted him to be arrested because God had a plan for him to get to Rome.
0: Yes. Yes. Now, this this brings another story to mind, and I, I'm going to tell you. But one thing, I, what I want to, I'm going to go ahead and insert this particular scripture verse here, because as we go into our discussion here and as we journey on into where we're going, I want us to understand uh, uh, why we're talking about this and what, where we're going. Now, in Matthew 24, verse 23, now Jesus, speaking about the end times here, he said, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it, for false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if if possible, even the elect.
1: Now, you know, we, we made observation about that passage earlier, and it says they'll they'll produce great uh, signs and wonders mm-hmm. that could be even possible to deceive the elect. Yeah, and uh, and, and in that we need to make uh, what kind of power are we talk. That's not the spirit of God.
0: No, that they're is not the false spirit of prophets. God. prophets.
1: they're false apostles. So uh, yes, this is demonic.
0: Demonic. Uh, we're talking about demonic. Sorcery. The Bible in Revelation yes. talks about sorcery in the in the end times. He also spoke about witchcraft. That type of situation and that's those were going on.
1: Local churches. Yes. I mean, think about it. The uh, the the Galatian letter is amazing. Uh, Paul used that. I think it's in the third chapter. He said, "Who has bewitched you that you would quit following the truth?" You know, he yeah he that 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 that's that is a Well, for the better sake of the word in Greek, that's a witchy word. And he was talking about what? Someone speaking something to them that was from Satan.
0: There's no other way to look at that. that, There's no other way to look at that. And here's the thing is that, okay, if I take a look at this, and if I'm Satan, Okay, I'm not saying thank God, thank the Lord for that. But anyway, if I'm, if I'm Satan, if I'm the enemy, where am I going to direct my attack? Well, Who you, am I going to want to deceive?
1: You're going to want to deceive people that have the potential of changing the world. And when I say change the world, I'm talking about one neighborhood, one person at a time, mm-hmm. you know, with the gospel, you know, uh, preaching the gospel, ministering the gospel, discipling people, uh, teaching them all things that he has taught us. That is in his word. Yeah. And and, you know, and that that is powerful. And uh, and so, yes, I, I, he, he's going to want to deceive the church because God uses the church. Yes. That's his mechanism. That's his method uh, of evangelism. Mm -hmm. That's discipleship. Everything flows from that. So what do I want to do? I want to distract. I want to deceive as many people in the local church as I can. In fact, if I can do something better and and substitute for them people on YouTube that will scratch their itching ears, then that's what he'll do. And, so, and, and by the way, you know the First Timothy, four, and, and this, this, you know, and I, I don't know how many people I've told this to on a personal level. I preached on these topics, you know. Yes, the Spirit of God is being poured out on all flesh. We see that the Joel mm-hmm. prophecy, first at the day of Pentecost, on chapter two, we see the results of that in what they do. But what I find interesting is that Paul, James. Jude, John, Peter. What do they write about about the last days? Deception. Deception. Seducing spirits. Doctrines of demons. Form of godliness. You know, I mean, that's all. It's apocalyptic. Yes. I mean, and by the way, that's not just Paul. That's James. That's that's Peter. That's Jude. Jude he talked about certain men will creep in unaware, unnoticed, yes. changing the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the Lord or the Lordship of Christ. That's how we yeah. would interpret that, denying the, our only Lord, Jesus now,
0: Christ. Now, as a Christian, how can I personally be susceptible to that deception?
1: Well, I mean, you know, uh, the, the bottom, you listen to people you shouldn't listen to. Okay. First of all, your 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 main protection that God has given us, and this isn't a lie to the local church. And by the way, this is the same concept when people say, "Well, how can I?" experience the presence of God? How can I walk closely with God? How can mm-hmm. I walk in a consistent life? Well, first of all, you need to have a born again experience, a real one. Yes. And, uh, and that may be a separate issue there, but but what I'm saying, assuming that you have, assuming yes. that you had really an encounter with God, what I'm saying here should not be hard.
0: Okay. okay.
1: So number one, I am in a local church. Yes. So if people are watching this or listening to this and they're not in a local church, you're in trouble, and you probably don't even know it. Yeah. Okay. You need to get into a local church. You need to get into a church that is biblically based. Yes. You know, and uh, yeah. and uh, and then yeah. in that context, mm-hmm. what do you do on a daily routine? Well, I talk to God every day in prayer. Yes. I read my Bible every read day.
0: Read the Bible. And I
1: read it in context. Yes. I read it, and uh, and I I trust the Spirit of God to help me understand it, and when there's things that I may not know, that's the value of the local church. I can go back and say, hey, what do you think about this? That's the accountability factor. There's things like fasting. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. And when I talk about fasting television, we're talking about not eating. Fasting. Yes. And and, and in that kind of, and and obviously we don't fast every day, but what I'm saying is that in that, in that, you know, arena of going to the local church faithfully and, and consistently. I have a prayer relationship with God every day. I read my Bible every day. Uh you know, the the Spirit of God has a way of leading people. Yes. And therefore, what are we what's his leading? Well we're we're the commission. We're discipling people. Yes,
0: we're discipling. We're sharing
1: people. our faith. Yes. We've been we we've, we've been reconciled to God. Now we have a ministry of what what Paul say of reconciliation. reconciliation. Yeah. So we're we're saying, hey, Jesus died for you, mm-hmm. and uh, if you will submit to Him, if you will come to Him, you can receive His forgiveness, and you'll receive eternal life. Yeah. And uh, you know that that is. But but see, what we're talking about is people that are looking for something sensational. They're looking for something oh yeah, emotional. yeah 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 yeah.
0: But you see what what, ends what up, I just
1: said doesn't. Yeah. that don't feed that.
0: No, it does not feed that. And um, you, you know when you were talking about that, and I, I don't want to belabor this because I want us to to kind of get into this what we're where we're going. But in the Old Testament, there was a called there there was. When somebody inadvertently killed someone else and then, I'm just it was they they would establish these houses cities of refuge. Cit, cities of refuge that's what okay there it is cities of refuge and as long as the person was within the city of refuge the avenger of blood or in other words the guy who's trying to to whack that person for or whatever for doing a uh, uh, um, I don't know. They 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 had inadvertently killed somebody, or yeah, we're not that talking about a...
1: somebody committing first degree murder. No, we're no, just no, 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 about no, 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 accidental,
0: accidental, or what have you. That as long as that person was within the city of refuge, they had protection. Yes, but the moment they stepped out, and if they're wandering around not within that protection, they would be susceptible for to the avenger to go after. Yeah. He would get them. He would yeah. go after them
1: and it, 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 it's amazing in the, and, and people have related that as a, a type of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and, and I, I don't think that's a bad application, but I think it's also an application of the local church yeah and uh, you know because there were cities of refuge. there were just one yeah and, uh, and you know that's the way God that's God's <clears throat> plan in the New Testament. It is a local church. He started it out and the gospels uh, there at Philippine said upon this rock, I will build my church, sure. and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Yeah. And uh, and so you know this is God's ideal. This is not my ideal or Steve's ideal. Mm-hmm. This is God's ideal. Yeah. And uh, and you know and and in that you know let, let me let me just bring up something here because you know we were trying to figure out how, if we would bring it up and how we bring it up. And, uh, and and this would would speak to what we're talking about. That is substitutes. And I have seen many Christians, and the evidence is also in all the comments you can see on what I'm going to say. Sure. And that is that people want sensationalism. They want drama. They don't look at it like that, but that's why they're drawn to it. And uh, and we have this, uh, uh, you know, the the last presidential election in uh, 2016, and, and there were numerous. Uh, and I'll just call them prophets for the sake of calling them that. Mm-hmm. I think some of them have demonstrated that they are false, but we'll leave that alone. Yeah. Uh, but there were many different prophets that uh, got prophetical words from the Lord. Some of them even claimed to go to heaven and see Jesus tell them this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and that that uh, President Trump would be reelected. Now I'm going to say something right now that causes a knee jerk reaction to people who believe that. President Trump was not re-elected.
0: No, he was not.
1: Joe Biden was elected the President of the United States. That's correct. And he is the President today. And unless he dies in office, he'll be the President all the way through uh, this four-year term up to 2024. Yeah. All right. So first of all, they were wrong. They were wrong. He was not reelected. Yeah. Now, a lot of things were said. You know, in relation to, well, he really was elected, but they stole the election. Well, I guess Jesus forgot to tell you that. Yeah. Okay, so, no, no, he was, Donald Trump was not re-elected. If you're listening to this and you're still struggling with it, quit putting that additive. Well, yeah, they cheated. No, Donald Trump was not Mm re-elected. Joe Biden was elected as president. Yeah. Okay, so he lost the election and, 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 and quit putting qualifiers by it. People who prophesied that prophesied falsely.
0: Yes. And it, and bottom line, I want to stress this out. I'm going to bring this right out and let you go back and continue on. But if I give a prophecy and it doesn't come to pass, then it is a false prophecy, period.
1: Yes, there is no other way to there say is it. No, there's no and, way. And, and by the way, I'm not saying that people can't miss it. Yeah. But you shouldn't miss it like this. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, but, you know. And by the way, there were some of those people that gave very humble apologies. Yes. I know of one uh, person, Jeremiah Johnson, mm-hmm. who not only gave a very humble apology, but uh but dismantled his whole ministry. Just I mean just, just, just shut it down. Shut it down. Wow. And now he's doing something else about prayer, and doing things. I mean, and and I've heard him speak about this and give his explanation on why he thinks this happened and whatever. But that's not the point here. Um, most, I, I say most. I think the, I think a good number of these people who prophesied that, some of them slowly, <laughs> slowly. Uh, have come to the realization that well, something went wrong. Okay, yeah. and I, I I didn't hear from God. I heard uh, the guy. It's supernatural, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, he gave a terrible apology.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, right after the election. I mean, it was. He was. I mean, it it was moving. I mean, he was broken uh, over it. Yeah. and uh, so and and by the way, that that should be the natural response. If I if I say I believe God showed me something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then that doesn't happen. I should take ownership of that.
0: Yeah, they should. O- own. You know, I,
1: I should take ownership of it. Yeah, and uh, and so, but that's not what happened though. So we had a numerous people, and I, I'll go ahead and say them. I'm gonna say their names, and we're not go trying ahead. to make people uncomfortable.
0: Yeah.
1: Cat uh, Kerr, yeah. Hank Kunerman, uh I think Johnny Enlow. Yeah. And uh, and and there's some other ones that that most people just don't know. Nathan French was one. Yeah. And, uh, and, and these guys have over, I mean, this has been well over a year. We're almost on two years, you yeah, know? Yeah,
0: two years into the term.
1: Yeah, two years in the term. And, uh, and, and these guys have just doubled down. And what they did initially, all of them, is they gave, well, it's gonna be like three months after the election, you know, President Trump, he's gonna be reinstated. So now we got words from God that say that. And then those those dates would come, and then they would go, and they wouldn't happen. The latest one we're dealing with now is that he was supposed to be reinstated because Jesus said
0: so. Okay.
1: Okay. He was supposed to be reinstated in April, I believe, of 2022. We're in uh, the June. end of June right now. Yeah. Okay, and uh, that didn't happen. So now we have other people. And by the way, Kat Kerr has said this. I watched a video of her saying this. Yes. And she, you know, and well, he's going to be reinstated by the end of 2022 and it'll be, or somewhere between now and 2020. So she gave herself some time. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what God told her is the military is going to take Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all them out. And apparently a whole bunch of people are going to get arrested and all that. And, uh, and then, you know, Donald Trump will be reinstated. Okay. Now that's what they've said. I will go on record right now and tell you that that will not happen. No, that's it's not, not going to happen. No. Okay. And, uh, and, and, I, I, and, I, and but this is a, this is what I want. I was getting to. Sure. This is what I was. This was a statement that was made to me by people I know. More than one person that I know. Yeah. And said, in relation to Donald Trump not being reelected, how could all the prophets be right? And by what what they were saying, be wrong. How could they all be wrong? How could they all be wrong? Okay, and they were making that statement because they were believing he would be reinstated because these prophets were telling you that. Yeah. Okay, how could all the prophets be wrong? Now, let's let's just take that at face value. Mm -hmm. Obviously, by making that statement, you are deceived. Yes. You're deceived by at least one area, and that is that you do not know Scripture. No. My question, my my statement is, when has all the prophets ever been right? I'm talking about when you get a bunch of them prophesying one thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, according to Scripture, ask Jeremiah. Yeah. People just need to read it. Yeah. He spent all this time. He he made a prophecy about the coming of Babylon and judgment. By the way, it took 23 years for it to happen, mm. but it did happen, and he had to uh, face prophets who were prophesying a false thing, and that's why it's called the weeping prophet. Yeah. You know, uh, ask uh, Ahab and Jehoshaphat when uh, 1 Kings 22, and and, and you know, we'll just run down the story real quick. We we got, uh, you know, uh, Ahab had asked Jehoshaphat to help him with this uh with Raymond Gilead and going and, and, and attacking them and taking back that territory again. Mm-hmm. And um and so, you know, this is where I say Jehstep sometimes he could be as dumb as a donut. You know yeah. why in the world you'd be having a covenant relationship with Ahab and Jezebel's beyond me. No. Okay. Um but but here he is and of course all these prophets and Zedekiah he is Zedekiah, he is he is the um, it is Zedekiah, I believe. Anyway, he is the one who's really leading this little band. All these prophets are saying, you know, thus says the Lord, go to Ramon Gilead. God's going to give you the victory. You're going to be this and that. And then Zedekiah makes himself some horns out of iron.
0: Okay. And my
1: son likes to demonstrate this. He acts like he's got horns on his head, and he's going around (laughs) there and doing all this kind of stuff. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's how it happened or not. And then Jehoshaphat has enough sense to say, is there anybody else? You know, when all the people are saying one thing, I'm always looking at it from this perspective is, especially if it's what we want to hear. Yes. Because, you know, I don't know how else God deals with other people, but when I've had Supernatural, and I don't have been very many of them, but when I have had them. Yeah. As it relates to something happening in the future, very rare, but it has happened enough times for me to look at it. It was never anything I wanted to hear. No. And, uh, and so, and by the way, every one of those things happened. So was, they're all telling Ahab and Jehoshaphat, yeah, y'all go and it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. And so be. they
1: said, you know, Jehoshaphat, is there anybody else he said, Well, with there's this other guy.
0: We don't like but, him. But,
1: but, but you know, he's in prison because he don't, you know, he, I don't like him. You know, they don't <laughs> tell me what I want to hear. And so Micaiah, they bring him out of prison. So somebody gets with him and says, hey, all the prophets... Had been prophesying encouragement to go to Ramon Gilead. You make sure you say the same thing. And he says, "Well, I'm gonna tell you. I, I'll, I'll speak what God said." Yeah. But but anyway, he comes up to the king and and he looked at him and said, "Yeah, king, go." And I I I, I believe he's being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. Yeah, you'll be prosperous. Go, go win. You know. And Ahab says, hey, "Didn't I tell you always to tell me the truth?" Now think about what Ahab said. Hmm. He's telling you everything else other prophets, with the dude with the but, iron but, horns. But, but he
0: could tell that there's but, something wrong. He's, yeah, because, he's, he, he's because
1: they're all false prophets. Yeah. And even he has enough sense to know that. And I about and, and what happened in the story, you know he knows that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so he said, hadn't I always told you to tell the truth? And so Micaiah says, well, here's what I saw. And he, he describes this scene in heaven. Yeah. And he says, uh, you know, he said, who will go and, uh, uh, who will go and convince, and I, I'm just ad-living here, uh, Ahab to go to Ramon Gilead, so you know he, he'll face that judgment, he'll be yes. killed. And, and it says a spirit, and there's a lot of different opinions about that, but we're just going to leave that alone. He said a spirit came and said, I'll do it. And the Lord looked at him and said, how will you do it? He said, I'll be a lying spirit a lying in the, spirit mouth, in of the mouth of all the prophets. And he tells him, Go and you'll be successful. And so then he makes that proclamation. He said, you know, uh, God has put a lying spirit. I believe that's how he put it. Uh, actually, he, actually, I said, I actually don't think he said God. I think he said there's been a lying spirit put in the mouth of all these prophets. And then mm-hmm. Zedekiah, remember, he's a guy with the iron horns. Yes. He slaps him. And, uh, and in fact, I want to read this because I always get this wrong. It says, Zedekiah uh, went near and struck uh, Myakai on the cheek and said which way did the spirit from the Lord go from me to, to speak to you and then he gives him a personal word This is I, and I, I'd love to know what this meant Myakai said indeed you shall see on that day when you go into your inner chamber to hide and then of course the order was made to take him back to the prison give him the water of affliction the bread of affliction yeah and, uh, and Ahab said, I'll deal with it when I get back. And he looked at Ahab and said, if you come back, then I have not heard from the Lord. Yeah. And Ahab, you know he believed it because he convinced Jehoshaphat, once again, dumb as a donut, yeah. convinced him, hey, I'll dress up in your clothes and you dress up in my clothes and we'll confuse the enemy and, of course, what the enemy really wanted to do is they wanted to kill Jehoshaphat.
0: Yes. But and they so end up killing Ahab, Ahab
1: instead. Yep. And, uh, and and so the word that Mike came gave uh, came to pass. And so here's the point there. Um, all those prophets were wrong. And these were not Baal prophets. These were prophets of, of, of the Lord. Yes. And all these prophets were wrong, just like they were in Jeremiah's day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and so, you know, is there a protection from that? Yes, there is. Yes. The protection is get involved in your local church, be faithful to it, and quit listening to these people. Yeah,
0: and, and, uh, and the thing is is that a lot of people, well, a lot of Christians don't know the Bible. They don't read their Bible. No, they don't read the Bible. They don't read the Bible. And the thing is is that every word that is spoken, out everything that these uh, individuals are saying. Now, I can turn on Elisha's streams. I think it's called Elijah's streams, or the Elijah's list. And which they have a network of, of a ton of different prophets that come over there and and, uh, and give their spiel and and you know and and that type of thing and their uh, prophecies and all this. Now the thing here is is that well that's kind of exciting. I'm a Christian, you know, as a Christian, I like I like the sensational and all that. Plus, of course, when it came to the uh, election. when it come yeah, and when it comes to the election then I, what I really wanna hear is that Trump's gonna get back in office. Which by the way, we all wanted Trump. Well at least
1: I did. I wanted Trump to be uh, reelected. I mean I voted for him.
0: Yes. And well uh, so did I. But the the thing yeah is is that you know we want to hear that. So oh yeah, is he gonna get elected? Yeah, he's gonna get elected. That's fine. Um October not- let me see, was it October fourteenth, twenty twenty the prophecy given by Cat Kerr I'm sorry this is on uh, you can uh, look at it if, if, if anybody's out there and you want to check on this he, they asked her is he's what's gonna happen on November 3rd well he's gonna get reelected now the thing here is is that he did not get elected and bottom line folks the thing is is that um, we know from the scripture that the enemy is going to send deceiving spirits, doctrines of demons, as you were saying, Pastor. That's
1: what, that's what Paul says. That's
0: what Paul says. And so we're, there's going to be a, a lot of deception out there. And if you are just, the, you know, and, and I understand you want to feel spiritual. You want to feel like you're tuned in, you're tapped into what's going on. But the problem here is, is that if you as a Christian do not know the Bible, if you can, if whatever is coming out of their mouth needs to be weighed with what the Word of God says, if it does not agree with what the Bible says, or if they present it in a manner in the way that the Bible does not agree with, you need to reject that and you better beware because deception is right at the door.
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, the, the first, first of all, how do I know? How do we know that most of what's going on there is not from God? First of all, that's not how the gifts of the Holy Spirit work. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, and uh, you know, in 1 Corinthians 12, what does he say right here in verse 11? But the one and the same Spirit, talking about the gifts of the Spirit, those nine manifestations, which one would be uh, in, in the area of the prophetic, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, he said the one and the same spirit works all these things. Notice he works all these things mm-hmm. and he distributes to each one individually just as he wills. So that statement tells me, number one, yes, God gifts people with the Holy Spirit. And does he gift people with the prophetic? Yes, I believe that. Yes. But they don't operate unless it is in the will of the spirit. Yeah it's the spirit who will so they operate according to the spirit's will they're distributed that's the concept there and uh, and so you know these are not things that you can come on every Wednesday every Tuesday every whatever day you're slated to be on the Elijah terrains and and you can just have an encounter with God or you're gonna that's not the way the spirit moves that's number no. one and then in the 14th chapter, we're told very clearly here in the uh, 29th verse, he's talking to the Corinthians who are excessive, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is corrective. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he said, let two or three prophets speak and let the others, who are the others? They are the elders yes. in the Corinthian church. Let them pass judgment. What, what, what are we talking about there? And, and by the way, I'm not going to read all of that, but in the 33rd, God's not the God of
0: confusion, not the but of, of confusion. peace
1: as in all the, oh my, churches, the different churches that were out there. Yes, The churches of the saints. And um, yeah, so 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 these things should be judged. They should be, and I, and I wrote some things down here. How can we judge prophecy? Um Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, does it agree with Scripture? Yeah. No. I mean, I, you know, I mean that, that's number one. I mean, you know, and that kind of leads to the uh, second one is what they're prophesying. Is it true? Yeah. In other words, is if, it scripturally true? Yeah. And and all like that. Now, so if we're talking about somebody uh, saying something about in the in the future, if it's got something to do with you know something that's going to happen, well, in this case, President Trump's going to be reelected. Okay. Uh, does it come to pass? Mm-hmm. that would be the third area and then uh, the fourth area which i believe is subjective in a sense but it's biblical and does it bear witness
0: does it bear witness now really? we're not
1: talking about does it just bear witness to me i'm talking about the the leadership of the church the membership of the church does it sure. bear witness uh, you know uh, romans 8:16 the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit yeah there that we're the children of god and, uh, and we have examples of that. I mean, I was, I was looking earlier today about, you know, there in Acts 16 when Paul was going to go into Asia, and the Bible says the Holy Spirit forbid him to do it. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't say how he did it. No. Just said he forbid. It. And then he says, well, I'm going to go into Troas, and I think it's Troas, and it says the Spirit of Jesus would not permit him. And then that night, he has a vision, and he sees a man from Macedonia saying, would you come over and help us? Yeah. And then after relaying it in the morning, they concluded that this was the will of God and they went that direction. The way, yeah. But the two uh, guidances there was, in my estimation, an inward witness. Whoa. It doesn't say God spoke. Doesn't, normally that's pretty clear when he does. Yeah. When the angel appeared to me, I didn't get on the uh, some network where a bunch of prophets are at so I'd get a word from God. No, it says the Holy Spirit Forbid them, and then the spirit of Jesus did not permit them. I believe that's that inward witness. That was that sense. I'm going to go, and you get that on the inside. Something's not right about this. Yeah. Now I'm going to I'm going to relay an experience, and this is mine, and it is subjective, and I understand that. Sure. But uh, when President Trump, who then was not president, he was Donald Trump. Yeah. And this was probably about a month or two before the election. I heard a different minister. I'm I'm not going to say the name because I'm I'm not sure if i I've got the right one.
0: Okay.
1: I'm almost sure, but I'll leave that alone. And and he had a recording about how the Trump was going to be elected, and and, and, and you know, and, and all this stuff. And God had told him this, and 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 whatever and he's going on, and he's getting a little animated with his voice and sure. and stuff. And that's fine. I'm not I'm not mocking that, but but you know, it, it, I, I it wasn't even being played to me. It was being played to some of my family members, and I just happened to be there listening. Yeah. I, I I had a visceral reaction to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, something in here,
0: something in my right. spirit.
1: It just, and it wasn't about Donald Trump. It was about that minister.
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: and I remember walking off because I thought, why would I have that? I think I'd already already voted.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I voted yeah, for
1: sure. Donald Trump. He wasn't telling me anything I didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. But something about that—that's that inner witness. Yes. That red light. That mm, stay away from that.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and and then so you know, then we then we have the whole you know band of people prophesying that he would be reelected, and and that gentleman was one of them. And of course that did not happen. Yeah. And uh, and and I you know once again I've had all kinds of people ask me about that, and uh, you know well, and so it, it's it's just. You know, people can be wrong. I'm not saying they no, can't be yeah, wrong. Yeah, they can be. Uh, you know, we're not going to crucify over something like that because sometimes even if we're not talking about prophecy of the future of the president, you can want something so bad it just seems like that's what God's saying to you and that's why we got to be careful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: we got to be careful. We judge everything by scripture. We judge everything in relation to... We have some accountability and if we really feel like, like let's say a young lady, she said, "Well, I, did, I just really believe I'm supposed to marry that guy. And everybody in her council is looking at her and say, don't do it, don't do it, don't yeah. do it, don't do it. What that young lady ought to do is take introspection of that and find out why everyone that she trusts and she loves, people who are walking with God and they're not telling him that God told me this, but they're showing her scripture and why this would not be a good ideal. What should that young lady do? She should probably not marry that man. Yeah. And I've seen people make that mistake and not listen. Yeah, to Yeah, they're just going to do it boom, anyway. They just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And um,
0: now, um, as as a prophet, if I if I prophesy like you were saying, is that we had prophets that said, okay, Donald Trump's going to be president in this example here, and it didn't come to pass. Uh, he wasn't reelected. And some of them, they repented. They said, listen, yes. I missed it, this type of thing. But then other ones went and tried to reassess. They tried to to maneuver the prophecy in order to carry the, the lie on. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, you know, and, and, and once again, you know, people, I mean, if you, if you listen to any of these, I, you know, I, and we're not trying to bring judgment on anybody. We don't have a beef against anybody. But if you claim that either Jesus told you this or the Holy Spirit, you had a vision, I got caught up to heaven, it doesn't matter what it is. And if you receive something like that, that Donald Trump would be re-elected. There's only one conclusion that can be drawn. Either you didn't see Jesus and you lied about it. Either the Holy Spirit didn't speak that to you and you just made it up or conjured it up in your own head and that would make you then a char- charlatan. Yeah. Or you're mentally ill.
0: There's that possibility.
1: Or you're a First Kings 22, I got iron horns on
0: yeah so you a, the deceiving lying spirit, spirit lying spirit is yeah, moving has, through you
1: me i mean there's not too many ways you can look at that i try to to, to go on the, the 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 people just you know i mean it's hard to give an excuse to someone who claims to go to heaven every day yeah okay but I, i'm trying to just say well you know maybe it's just a form of mental illness um you know i, I want to believe the best about everybody Uh, It's getting to be very difficult at this time. Well,
0: in in, in this time, and well, you see, we are at a stage here in history or where we're at where Jesus is warning us to don't be deceived. We're we're at a a time of the end times where many will come, you know, with false teaching, uh, doctrines of demons, this type of thing, with itching ears telling you what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's going to be the president. I want to hear that. Yes, I want to hear that.
1: Everybody, I mean, I wanted to hear that, and you know, and and we've we've mentioned this on other broadcasts, and and I, I don't want to make more of it than, than than we need to, but but I did have the Lord reveal to me that Joe Biden would be the next president, mm-hmm. He revealed that to me either February or March of twenty twenty, and uh, that was a burden to carry, and uh, He, you know, that Joe Biden would be the next president, and. uh, and, and, of course, that's what happened. Yes. Um, but what, what I'm saying about all that is that, you know, one of the things the Lord communicated to me in a prayer meeting in, 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 a, in my local church, you know, I'm the pastor of it. It's not my church, but you yeah. understand what I mean. It's, you know, our local church here mm-hmm. on, on a prayer meeting, not even thinking about this, this, is a couple of, I think, a couple of months after the election. And the Lord spoke to me. I mean, I, and I say spoken not audibly, but, I mean, he spoke to my heart. And how I know it was him is because, number one, I wasn't asking the question. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeking for this. I mean, I was just praying about something else. Yeah. And I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, the reason why that I revealed to you, and that's exactly how he put it, and that's exactly how it happened. He said, the reason why I revealed to you who the next president would be is so that you would know who had God's word in their mouth and who did not? Yeah, and you know, and when he spoke that to me, it did not bring comfort. Mm-mm. I'm like, it has been a burden to bear that. Yeah, to this day, and um, and you know, because I never sought who would be the president. I've never had God speak to me about a president ever in my whole entire life. Yeah. And what I heard there that day in that office, or what it was revealed to me, uh, I get into the supernatural aspect of it, but that's not the point. I was alone in that office, and that uh, you know, that doctor's office. It was overwhelming. Number one, and secondly, it was I I literally, viscerally act, reacted to it. That's why I know a lot of people have not liked that, and I understand. I didn't like it either, and I said no.
0: Yeah, no, you know, no, what I mean,
1: that it, it's no. disturbed yeah. me. And uh, but I but I've had a little time now, almost well over a year and a half now, to think about what the Lord communicated with me in that prayer meeting about why he revealed that to me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, uh, and I, and I thought, you know, as a, as a, as a pastor, uh, I think the reason he did that, and I don't think I I doubt not he will ever speak to me about another election again. He's never done it before. I'm assuming that's a one-off moment. Sure. And, uh, but, uh, but you know, I think it was so I could help people. Mm Mm-hmm and not, not to be ugly to them or whatever. And, uh, and just to, you know, because if you continue to believe these things, you got a train rug coming in your mind.
0: Yeah. So I, I think we asked the question before we started the broadcast and was that, what is the end result of somebody who will continually listen to these false prophecies? What's gonna end up happening?
1: They're going to have a train wreck spiritually. I mean, you could have literally an emotional breakdown.
0: Okay. I mean, if
1: you believe it, it could be worse. I mean, you know, it, it it's beyond everyone that I know that is clean to this have one thing in common they're not consistent in church attendance. Mm hmm and they are basically ignorant of God's word because they don't read it. And, and I don't say that in a way to make anyone feel bad. No. Those are just two undeniable facts. And, uh, and I know a, a, a numerous people that are in that situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and it does not give me any pleasure to say it. Um, and by the way, everyone who is in that situation knows what I believe and they know what God revealed to me. And uh, and it hasn't shaken them. Yeah. What I mean by it is when you're still holding on, it, it reminds me of the old well, the series X Files. Okay. And you know, and in Fox Mulder's office there in the basement of the
0: FBI. Yeah, the truth is out there. Yeah. There and he
1: had a little picture of a UFO, you know, on there, and it says, "I want to believe." And really, that is a basic concept, not about UFOs. I'm going to say that a basic concept, people want to believe. Yeah. I mean, here's another way to say it. I want to believe this November. I want to believe this with all my heart. Yes. I want to believe that we're going to have a red wave and that the Republicans are going to take away the control of the Congress from Nancy Pelosi Mm -hmm. and Chuck Schumer. You know, I want to, and maybe that'll happen. I don't know if it's going to or not. God didn't said anything to me about it. I hadn't asked him. Okay. Yeah. But, 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 I want to believe that. Sure. And so if somebody comes on and prophesies that that's going to happen. Oh boy. Then you can get sucked into that and say, whoa, God said it. God yeah. said it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, that's how that happens. By the way, that you would like to think with all the high gas prices and yeah. all the nonsense that's been going on <laughs> with uh, yeah. the administration and the Bidens, those, uh, what is it, 15 or 20,000 immigrants that are coming through Mexico. And yeah, 15, with all minutes, the stuff that's going you know, on every, now. Everything you can see, you would think that people would say, you know what, I'm not gonna vote for the Democrat, I'm gonna vote for the Republican. Yeah. And, and by the way, they're not God's answer to all the ills of the world. No. But at least there are enough of them that stand against some of this stuff that it couldn't make a difference, okay? Uh, that's what happened when uh, President Obama was president. Remember that midterm came and yeah. Republicans made great gains and it stopped a lot of his uh, stuff. We'd be thankful for that. They kept control of that for the next uh, six years. Yeah, they did. So, you know, that, I, I, I want that to happen. I want to believe that's going to yeah. happen. Am I convinced that's going to happen? No. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. No, I'm not because the reality of it is we live in a sinful nation. Yes. And uh, And we are not as conservative as a lot of people thought we were. Oh. And, uh, and, and you know, and this is the last days and I, and I, I believe that it could possibly, it's a possibility. I believe that if the rapture of the church is as near as I think it is mm-hmm. and that the tribulation is going to start and we know what Daniel talked about, the abomination of the desolation in the middle of the week. So being each week represents a year. Sure. That if the rapture happened today, that means that if the if the tribulation does start at that mm-hmm. point, if that's what how it happens, okay. Yeah. I know people have different views. I'm not arguing about that. But if, if that's the way it is, yeah. Then what that means is three and a half years from today, the man of sin, that Paul talked about, in in I believe First Thessalonians chapter two, mm-hmm. or was that Second Thessalonians two? It's one of them. Okay. Yeah. And he talked about how that he would set himself up in the temple. And he would proclaim God. himself to be God. I yeah. believe that is the abomination of the desolation mm-hmm. that Daniel spoke about. Jesus talked about that in Matthew 24 as well. Sure. And, uh, and if that happens, what that tells me is for the Antichrist, to, scripturally speaking, for the next three and a half years to be able to accomplish what he is going to accomplish, uh, the United States cannot be a superpower in the world. No. At least I don't think so. Now maybe somebody could argue all the Christians are gone. Maybe it wouldn't matter, but but you know the truth is I believe that the United States will have to diminish, and and maybe maybe and I'm just saying maybe mm-hmm. I'm not saying I heard from God, no, nope. I didn't get caught up to heaven and nope. Jesus told me this. Okay,
0: yeah,
1: maybe, maybe this is where we're at, and
0: uh, you know and, and it's something some generation
1: is going to gonna have to live. I mean yeah. let's put it this way if the Antichrist is going to start his reign and be revealed for sure three and a half years into the tribulation, if the rapture happens first, that means that some generation is gonna to have to do some suffering.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Prior to that moment. And, and I believe that we are in that generation. I can't prove that. I can't go to the Bible and s-
0: yeah, prove you that we are that generation. So we're, not, we're not telling you the dates and all no, that. No, no, we're not. But the, the thing is that the signs are there, and there's a lot of things that we're seeing. But here's the thing. As an individual Christian, now... Um, we're talking about substitutes. We're talking about how I, I'm going to tap in on the Internet. Now, Elijah Elijah streams is not the only thing that's out there, folks. No, There's a bunch no. of YouTubes. You can go on Facebook and there will be a prophet. I saw him the other day. He just he had the music blaring. He was winding himself up so he could start uh, prophesying. And then he started asking everybody for money, but I don't want to get into all of that. But the, the thing here is this. You're going to see things all over the place. Some of these people will be legitimate. Some of these will be the whack jobs.
1: Yes, and by the way, we're not saying everything on Elijah Streams is false.
0: No, 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 no. But the thing is, is that they have a, a voice. So, but the, here, here's the here's the fallacy that I, as a Christian I can make. I can make that everything. I can make the assumption that everything on Elijah Streams is gospel. And if I do that, well, then, then I'm in, uh, then then I'm opening myself up for deception.
1: Well, what we're going to talk about next week, sure, is I could take. Well, first of all, I don't watch Christian. Is, day, is Daystar is day still?
0: They're still going. I if, yeah.
1: if I just take whatever one that's out there, yeah. and that everybody that comes on there is just the gospel fact.
0: Yeah, and I'm probably going to be in trouble. What we're going to do next week, though, is we're going to talk about the, the makeup of these networks and we're going to talk about, about how they're formulated, how they operate business like, and, and this type of thing. And so, and you see, they're, they're anyway, we'll, we'll get into that next week. But when we're talking about the internet, first of all, and, and what, what we've been saying here is, first of all, if you're not, if you are using the internet. And one uh, of these streams or Facebook or whatever, as a substitute to going to church.
1: Even if you're looking at our videos,
0: yeah, I if, mean, yeah, if you're listening to the uh, Foundation's services. podcast, and well, that's all I got to do. No, it's not. No. You need to go to church, and uh, you need to be in church. You need to be a faithful in attendance, and you need to be, be getting fed the Word of God and that's how you'll become stronger and then you'll be able to say ah oh, well that that guy's just he's off base or that's right or that's wrong you'll be able to make those judgments for yourself but if you don't you are wide open you are uh and that's what the devil wants i mean I, i'm 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 convinced that that's what the enemy wants he wants you unknowledgeable of the word of God. He don't want you to know anything about the word. He wants you segregated outside of the church so you're all alone. Think about how uh people who are, you know, say, say if I'm a murderer or I'm going to mug you or something like that out. I'm not going to go into a crowd of people and try to mug somebody right there. Not unless I got some mental illness. But anyway, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until you're all alone, walking down a dark alley, all by yourself. Yes. And then that's when I'm going to strike. Yeah. So when you 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 renegade Christians out there, I'm going to call you that because that's the term of a while back I was using. Renegade Christians. I think that you don't have to go to church, and you're going to make it on your own. You're going to li- but you're going to listen to this because it's ma- uh, these uh, internet. Prophets or preachers or what have you because it makes you feel spiritual it makes you feel like you're tuned into God
1: Yeah, and that's not a biblical way to be tuned into God.
0: No, but the problem is is you are on a dark alley Walking all by yourself And Satan the enemy is just waiting for you. I'm being a little dramatic here because y'all like drama, right? um he is just waiting for you and the right time to strike. And the, we know that his, what, what does the Bible say? The, he, he's the, the job, oh, I call it the job, uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, description, job description for the enemy or for Satan is that he steals, he kills, and he destroys. His ultimate goal is to destroy you He's going to rob you of your joy. He's going to rob you of uh, of your experience with God. He's going to weaken you down then until he can kill your desire to serve God. And eventually he, he'll be able to destroy you. That's what he's, that's his purpose. That's his purpose. And the thing here is, is that as we are in the last days, and I'm going to kind of wind up and let Pastor kind of take the, the back end of this, is that as we're in the last days here, Deception will run, run rampant all over the place. You don't want to be deceived.
1: Well, the example we gave, and of course this is not the only thing that people can be deceived about, mm-hmm. but uh, or the only thing that using a substitute of the internet can be a problem with, but this is the one that is the most obvious. And um, people who continually listen to... And I'm, I'm going to call them false prophets because sure. if you're continually saying that Donald Trump will be reinstated, then you aren't just wrong initially. You've been wrong for almost two years. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, what What makes a false prophet? They continually prophesy falsely. Yes. That is a false prophet. They're not speaking for God. If you claim to be speaking for God, you're not. What are the people going to do when the latest prophetical word is that Donald Trump will be reinstated as president by the military? They will remove Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and I guess all their cabinet. I, I guess they're gonna.
0: They're gonna have to get rid of uh, what's her name too uh, out of the the uh, Pelosi as well, wouldn't you think? Well, it's I mean, they, well, they'll out. they'll get
1: rid of her with the red tsunami. Oh,
0: know? okay. I mean,
1: that'll that'll how that happen. All right. You know, no, not I've not heard anybody say that, but but anyway. Uh, But but I'm assuming that somebody's going to start saying that. Yeah. Uh, These people have a way of kicking in, you know, and 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 so you know, uh, what 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 are you going to do on January the first, 2023, when none of that happens? Somebody said, How do you know this not going to happen? Because every other date they've given. Everything they've given since the time of the election to the reinstatement, every one of them have come and gone, and none of what they said has happened. Mm -hmm. None of what they said has happened. What are people going to do? My prediction is that all these people who prophesy falsely will do what they've done when every other date did not happen, and they'll just come up with something else.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Will you continue to listen to it? Yeah. Or will you wake up? I mean, the bottom line, what did Jesus say? Matthew 24, you read it. Take heed, in other words, beware. Beware. That no one deceive you. Mm -hmm. That should be taken seriously. Your only protection is in the local church, your personal study of scripture in its context, not cherry picking it. No. And Your personal walk with God in prayer. And intermittent fasting from time to time, and the spirit of God leading you. And when we say the spirit of God leading you, Romans eight sixteen. The spirit himself bears witness, bears with, witness our with our spirit. Number one way I believe He does it, not visions and dreams and people coming giving words over me. I'm not saying that God can't use those methods, mm-hmm. but those are exceptions and they are rare. Yeah. That's not you going to this meeting and that meeting so you can get a word. You're already in trouble before you got in the car to go. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: And maybe what will happen is uh, maybe one of these little satellites will, you know, maybe one of these little small asteroids come down and knock out some of these satellites. And we'll lose our internet and people will have nothing to, better to do. They won't have a substitute anymore. Maybe that, that'd be wonderful. Uh, you know, it sounds horrible, but it'd probably be a, a blessing to most people. Yeah. And it shouldn't have to be that way. The Internet is a powerful tool that we can use for Christ, and we're using it right now. And uh, and so we're not saying it's evil. No. But what we are saying is it's not a substitute. We are not a substitute for you going to church. No. And we're not trying to present ourselves no. as one. No. And you'll also notice that what we don't do is we don't beg you for money.
0: No, they don't. No, the purpose of this, and uh, and Pastor, I'll kind of wind this up here. the The purpose of the Foundations podcast is to bring out straight biblical teaching, and uh, and to try to enable and help Christians or you, whoever the listeners are, Christians, to be able to properly understand how to read the Bible, how to interpret it. But we that's why we established the back to basics seminars. To, to, to actually show Christians how how to do things and it's basic you know modern day discipleship shall we say and uh, but uh, of course, never, never use the Foundation's podcast or any um, internet-based uh, broadcast or podcast or what have you as a substitute for going to your church. We will encourage, the local church. We will support the local church and we do. We support our own church. We we're we're, yeah, we're, we're in attendance every week.
1: We all attend river of life, assembly of God in Georgetown, Texas. Yes. You can look us up. Yeah. This is where we go to church. We're doing this at the church.
0: Yeah. And that, that's exactly. And so, alrighty. Well, okay. So this is, we, 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 we kind of focused today on the internet and on different substitutes that people use on the internet. Um, again, um, we're not bad mouth. We're saying, well, we're going to just, we're bad mouthing all of these, uh, prophets. No, we're not bad mouth in all of them, but I'm going to tell you what, if a prophet says something and it doesn't come to pass, they are full. They have prophesied falsely. It's a false prophecy. And as pastor said, if you, they continue to false prophesy, then they're a false prophet. And the only way that you know and you can determine this is like we are saying. You need to be grounded in the word of God. You, to, in order to be able to determine this and so that you are not deceived. And beware of that because that's what the enemy wants to do. Now, next week, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little uh, adver- uh, you know, kind of diversion. We're going to go, we're still going to be talking about church substitutes. We're going to talk about television evangelism. And this has, uh, the television uh, evangelism in that has had a lot longer uh, time to evolve. Yes. Yes, it has. Yeah, and what we want to do is we're going to be looking at the basic economic structure of it, the business structure of the, of this, how these things evolved, and how that uh, you know how, what we're seeing in in the church today. Now, um, the the purpose of this is the is basically now there's nothing nothing wrong with you watching Jimmy Swaggart or or uh, uh, what is this name. Uh, uh, yeah and or uh, parsley rod parsley still on uh, Joyce Myers that type of thing we're not going to badmouth say you shouldn't be watching all of these. no but you shouldn't be using them as a substitute of course to go to church and that's that's the point here but I do want we want to we want to give you an idea and understanding of that um, but uh, so I think we're it's a, we're at time so God bless you all we're uh, tuned back in next week uh, again, we're 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 we're, pu- uh, we're putting out the Foundations podcast now on uh, video as well as audio and in podcast form, um, and we're also have on YouTube. Uh, just look up uh, Foundations podcast, Madden Ministries. Uh, I think all those words you can pull them up. And, um, and, uh, and watch us or listen to us the way you are comfortable with, but don't miss the, don't miss the foundations podcast because you're going to miss something good here. Um, so God bless y'all and we will talk with you next week. Take care.